0: Hey guys, welcome to the podcast. I am uh, actually testing something going live on Facebook while I'm doing this. First of all, thank you always for subscribing, for sharing, for leaving a comment. It just means the world to me. Um, This is going to be really interesting because I'm going to talk video today and I haven't gone direct on just strategies and tactics and why you should just be going hardcore on video, though I know you know this. And if you're a longtime Tom Ferry follower, you are probably... take probably out you're way ahead of the curve Um, but there's still some people out there that really aren't executing at the level I just want to talk about that but I want to start by uh, you know saying hey to my friends on Facebook live and everybody listening uh, you know whether you're in the car working out or you're watching this on YouTube thank you always Um, in the summer of 2007 I was playing golf at uh, at my club back in Southern California And you know, we can all remember 2007 what that was like, global economic crisis, challenge, upset, uh, you know, so much uncertainty. Um, But about 18 months prior to that, I was looking for a way to contribute to as many people as I can. Remember in 2007, we didn't have many of the platforms and tools that we have today. So I had this ingenious idea that I could record audio messages into one of those old like Tristan Globe microphones right in my, you know, home, you know, home office. And I'd record these messages and then I would like send via email a link for people to listen. And I did that for goodness, 16, 18 months. And then all of a sudden I am on the golf course and my buddy Ed Park, big shout out to Ed Park, he says hey do you want to play golf with my pal and i'm i like yeah of course man like hey man nice to meet you who are you and he's like oh my name is david i'm like david what do you do and he says i you know live in new york and i work for google and i was like oh well you you and i should ride together and get him in the car and i just start asking him questions right let's well, him about this and tell me about that and how long have you been with the company and you know not like interrogating him but kind of interrogating him and uh so you know we're about halfway through the round and i say you know, Google clearly wants me to succeed so I can spend more money on advertising. I said, can I share with you some of the things that I'm doing, then you could give me some feedback, right? And uh, so he says, yeah, of course, man. Like, what do you want to do? And I'm like, well, so I'm doing these audio messages and I'm I'm thinking about blogging and I'm doing some blogging, but I'm not doing it at any consistent level. And funny, he says to me back then, remember it's 2007, he says, yeah, audio's not where it's at, right? Just, uh, Tristan, just think about that. Can you imagine if I continued to do audio podcasting, what we would call it today from 2007 to today, like I think Joe Rogan would be calling me and saying, Hey man, how'd you do it? Right? Because he started what around 11 years ago and just from doing it forever and obviously having great guests and content and Joe is like a genius, right? Like I just think I'd be so much farther ahead, but whatever. I regress. Instead, he said to me, Hey, we bought this company called YouTube. You should go all in on video. And I was like, okay, like, and I remember launching my first YouTube channel in 2007 and probably just like so many of you, I thought like YouTube was a place to watch Charlie, but my finger, uh, the original dance, you know, whatever videos, cat videos, all this kind of, uh, entertainment, which is hysterical. Cause you think about like TikTok today, which is purely an entertainment site like Netflix, Hulu and everything else. It, it's not a shock, right? that video worked, but I go back to those early days and I just said, I'm just going to find out what's important to my clients and just put it out there on video and see what happens, I'm not gonna be attached. Launch my my current channel in 2009, and when I reflect back on uh, you know, the horrible first videos, all the mistakes I made, the evolution of <laughs> no lighting, no microphone, standing outside in Chicago on a flip video camera, just creating content because I knew I had to put something out, and where we are today, it just first of all, I'm super grateful. I'm super grateful that I had the the foresight, the insight, whatever you want to call it, uh, that I carved out the time of my incredibly busy schedule to to do this. Well, now today, you watching this right now, whether you're with me live or you're, you're listening to this later, um, I want to make the argument uh, statistically and then tactically on what you should be doing from a video standpoint going forward. Um, some videos I believe that you need to start doing on a weekly basis. And it doesn't matter as you're listening to this. If you're like, oh, I'm, I'm already feeling behind. Yeah. The good news is there's not enough agents out there that are actually doing video, like when you look at the consumer data around what's important to customers, what do they want? You're not behind though. Those of us that started early that Christoph choose that Eileen Rivera's, the Lisa Doyle's like so many of my clients that went early, early seven, eight, nine, ten, 10. Yeah, they're way ahead. But when you look at the demand for content and how consumer behavior has shifted towards video, certainly over the last five years and even more so today, the, 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 the call to arms for you is just a start. But first, I want to show you this. Um, I guess I can't really show you, but uh, I'm looking at this article uh, that came out in April 30th, 2020 on Oberlo, O B E R lo and it's the 10 video marketing statistics that you need to know in 2021 so i'm going to share these and then i'm going to share with you 10 videos i think you should shoot that are just going to be one-offs or campaigns then i'm going to talk to you about um how i come up with content ideas and then i'm going to basically just wrap it up with like the three most important videos i believe you need to watch or you need to watch you need to produce every single week so I'm just scanning the site right now we had googled earlier like you know marketing statistics regarding video and you know look high level this is the stuff you need to know internet users everywhere enjoy video content 85 of all internet users in the us watched online video content monthly or on some like some device so like that seems pretty obvious i'm going to try and skip through the most basic ones i think this one was interesting though demand for video content is increasing Demand for video content is increasing. 54% of consumers want to see more video content from a brand or a business they support. A brand, you, or a business that they support. 54% of consumers are like, I want to see more of your content. I want to see more of what you're doing. Educate me, show me the city, show me the town. Tell me what it means to buy a million dollar house here. How do I buy my first home? They want to see more from you, not less. Uh number 3 video as a powerful marketing tool. It says 87% of marketing professionals use videos as a marketing tool, 87%. So think think about like 15 years ago when TV was the motherload and it was impossible for people like you and I from a financial standpoint to go out and to create like commercials on yourself. Yet today B roll YouTube commercials, B roll like the you know the pre video that you would see because you want to see LeBron James do a dunk or you know a Tom Ferry video, and all of a sudden there's a that video before. Jason Pantana, huge shout out to Jason Pantana, the head of our uh, you know marketing events at Tom Ferry. Uh, he has been helping people do these short form you know thirty second, fifteen second videos. The lead generation that's coming off that, the brand awareness that's coming off that is bonkers. 87% of marketing professionals say, video, 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 and more video. Consumers love, this is number four, consumers love seeing videos on social media. We both know that. I think some of that though actually plays to the algorithm. Like we know that Facebook many years ago when they added the live button, uh, Instagram, TikTok, uh, Snapchat, Twitter. I, I just think video is just, it just, became an algorithm thing. So I, I appreciate what they're saying, but I think it's more algo. Number five, video marketing equals profit. Again, if you're just checking in with me live right now on Facebook, we're talking about the 10 reasons why I need to be doing video based on what the consumers are saying. Then I'm going to talk to you about 10 uh, different videos I want you to shoot. I'm going to talk about where you can get like content ideas, which you're going to get a ton today. And then obviously like the three must do videos. So number five was of video marketers are satisfied with the ROI of their video marketing efforts. 88% are satisfied. Now, I wouldn't say satisfied. I would say I am thrilled, blown away. But if 88% of the people say I'm satisfied, which means they spent the time, the money, the effort. They got a videographer. They did it live on Facebook. They bought the ring light. They like, they put something into it. They put some equity into it. And then 88% are saying no brainer. Tristan, how would you respond to what, how satisfied are you with creating content for super 73? 10 out of 10, 10. if you could have answered 1000 out of 10, I think you would have said 1000, right? How many, how many bikes have you sold being an influencer for the super 73 product? Like approximately this year, 71. 71 bikes his side hustle is doing something that he loves, riding these super cool electric bikes around town, recording it, they pay, can I say this? Yeah. They pay him to shoot video and then people use his promo code and he gets paid. Like, you're not 88%, you're like 500% out of like if 10%, right? So, and think about this, like I think about um, everyone out there watching right now, when I was, a enormous advocate for video, uh, launches on your listings starting in 2010, I became a huge advocate for this and, and people would say, Oh, the cost to do that. And you know, it didn't directly sell the home fast forward to like my client, Tim Smith. He did the Duffy video on a $45 million house across the Harbor from my place in Newport and got two buyers to write offers after watching the video two buyers so like what we know today is videos where it's at but let's keep going real fast I had just a few more and then we're gonna get into all the shows i want you to do number six per uh, per oberlo's top 10 reasons to be doing video they said video marketing is a lead generation channel 66 percent listen to this video marketers video marketers get 66 percent more qualified leads per year why because if i know you like you and trust you if I'm watching you on video, if you're educating me as the local professional in your town, if you're showing me you're the mayor of the community, then of course I'm gonna be way more likely to say, I choose you. Zachary Faust, who's a great client, who's just crushing and uh, does just a great job on TikTok, would be, I would say, his biggest channel. And he and I were doing a, a clubhouse recently and he said, like. I don't get objections anymore. People just say, Zach, we're totally excited. Get the home on the market. Like if you're not getting, I trust you calls, those are known as come list me calls. I trust you calls. If you're not getting more, Hey, you know, we are we're talking to a couple of agents. We want to talk to you. We want to hear what you have to say. It just means you're not doing enough video. You're not getting on enough people in your markets consideration when they're thinking about selling their home. Right. This one in particular that says, according to OptiMonster, video marketers get 66% more qualified leads per year. OptiMonster also concluded that video marketers achieve 54% increase in brand awareness, 54% increase in brand awareness. Additionally, 93% of the marketers say they've landed a new customer. Thanks to video on social media. Like I guess again, like for maybe for a long, for my long time clients like, I know just, okay, tell me the 10 videos you want me to shoot cause they're super bananas. But let me just, you know, for my friends that are still questioning this number seven video marketing on social media channels in 2020, YouTube, <coughs> excuse me, no editing. YouTube is the most popular video sharing platform. We also know it's the number two search site on the planet. Uh, with 88% of them planning on using, no, 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 know let me said this wrong. Oh, 88% of, uh, of people are saying we're spending money on YouTube with our video marketing and 76% on Facebook. That seems like common sense. I'm trying to get the one that I wanted and I think here it is. Ready? Power of video on purchasing decisions. Number eight, eight out of 10 people have purchased something based upon watching video. now hiring a service that's you and I purchasing something, probably not a house, but yeah, you could say a house. This is probably more like product driven, you know, one off. But when you look at like the number of people that are choosing their service provider based upon the video they watched and the number one video obviously is like that. Who are you video? Who are you for? What do you stand for? What are you all about? Like that has to be on the face of your website. If it's not, I wouldn't even look at your site. Literally. When I'm looking at uh, investing in companies and I go to their their main page, if I don't see a video, a teaser video, an explainer video telling me who they are, tell me what they stand for, tell me the problem they solve, how do they, how do they solve it in a great way so I can get more information, I bounce. What's up Greg Bingham in the house? Speaking of, Greg runs the uh, Smith Group. Uh, just talking about the Duffy video just a second ago. Good morning, Greg, good to see you my friend. Uh, Number nine, and we'll wrap it up with 10, growing popularity of video, per Oberlo, growing popularity of video, internet users spend six hours and 48 minutes per week watching videos online. Like, that doesn't actually shock me. And if you think about, like, that number probably spiked by the end of the pandemic because of, you know, Hulu and every other device, Netflix on our, you know, laptop, on our phone, et cetera. Um, but here's the big one. Here's the mother load. Number 10 videos roll on internet traffic, right? Videos roll in internet traffic. 82% of the global internet traffic coming from video streaming and downloads. So I share all that with you because whether you're a longtime listener, longtime viewer of my content, or you're new to me, I just want to say to you, it's not too late, right? It's not too late for you to say, I'm going to go hard on video as, as my primary way that I message to people and get the word out. So Tristan, should I do, how do I come up with content first or just go right into like 10 crazy ideas? Just go right into it, all right. See, this is what happens when we're live and I, you trust your producer and you just ask and you go. So I was asked recently uh, to speak to a bunch of agents that are doing a lot of video And they said to me, can you tell us, like in your experience, like what are like 10 or 11 videos that we absolutely must do? And in this case, it's probably more like 15 or 16 and probably some series. But I want to give you a bunch of ideas. So think about it like this. So I live in Dallas, Texas and in Dallas, Texas, I believe the median sales price is 350,000 bucks. If you look at the migration pattern from people leaving other states going to Texas, all you got to do is just look at the data. It's pretty significant. They're saying like 550,000 new jobs coming into the state. You know, Austin, Houston, San Antonio, Dallas, blah, blah, lot. And Dallas is like saying LA, right? It's just, it's massive. So I would literally, the first video I would do is a video called moving to city or moving to state seven things to help you get started. Like if you live in an area like Nashville, like, uh, in, anywhere in Florida, anywhere in Utah, anywhere, anywhere, right, where people are moving in, to me, I would be immediately thinking, okay, if someone's moving from California to Texas, what are the 17 17 things you gotta do, right? Like, how do you select this? How do you do this? Where do you start? What are the sites you should look at? Where do you get the best data? You know, like, how do you get the school reports? Like, I would try and just be the educator for movement, and I know agents that have already done other things like this, that are crushing it. And the same rule applies for Beverly Hills, Santa Monica, San Francisco, Bellingham, Washington. So moving to X city or moving to X state, here's the seven things to help you get started. That's a no brainer. Number two, a lot of popularity around uh, a video called, what does X dollars get you in Y city? If you haven't done this, uh, it is a hugely successful video that so many of our clients have done. Um, but I want to plus it, enhance it. See, I, I think about um, here. I am in Dallas, right? So I say, so what does two hundred fifty thousand dollars get me in Dallas, right? And maybe, maybe I I go broader, and I you know I say in Texas. No, because I'm in Dallas because it's my hometown. So what does five hundred thousand dollars get me? What does seven fifty get me? What does one million get me? What does five million get me? But instead of just like what we've seen is people like doing a couple house tours. I would literally start from the airport. I would like, you know, I don't know, I'd buy a ticket, I'd fly back to my own hometown, and with my videographer, Tristan, imagine this, it's you and I coming off the airplane. You with me? So I'm at DFW, I'm at, I'm at Love Field, picture this, guys, and I come off and I'm like, hey, Tom Ferry, Banana Real Estate, just landed from Los Angeles, looking at the Lakers video in front of me here, the Lakers sign, and I'm here at DFW, I wanna show you what $500,000 gets you in the greater Dallas marketplace. And I'm literally walking off the airplane, I go over, I grab the luggage, we get in the car, and I'm just having a conversation like, so if you're thinking about moving to Dallas and you're asking yourself, what does $500,000 get me today? I wanna to show you five pieces of property, one you know, one in the east, two in the west, right? three in the north, whatever the number is, and I'm just describing what $500,000 gets you. I do the same thing at a million right? But then I wrote down this morning, like if I was in the high end, I would do the same thing at 1 million, 2 million, 5 million, 10 million, but I would do it walking off a private jet. You don't actually have to get the jet. You can actually just say to them, Hey, can I give you guys some free promotion? I'd like to like do this video, but I need to step out of a cool jet. Right? Like, you know, you just say I'm getting it right. Tristan, right or wrong. Like this is, you know, this is like Instagram or, you know, influencer one-on-one You get off the jet and you're like, hey, just landed here at Love Field. Want to talk about what $5 million gets you in Highland Park, in University Park, or in Preston Hollow, right? Like very specific high-end neighborhoods, you know, right here in Dallas. Off the private jet, through the FBO, maybe stop at the Ritz-Carlton or the Crescent, right? Because that's probably where that person's going to check in. And you say, look, there's only a couple super luxury hotels in town. If you're going to be shopping in any one of those three places, this is where you're going to stay. You show them around, you introduce them to the concierge, and then you go look and preview a couple houses that are in that price range. I just think, I don't think, I know that video would be bonkers. And if you have this combination of Moving from X to Y, moving from one state to another, moving from this city to that city or that state to this city, you know, here's the seven things you need to know. Here's the 15 things you need to know. Maybe you interview your accountant, right? And they talk about what they need, you know, sharing that perspective. But then to like literally do the $500 million, $5 million price points and say, you know, here's what it's like from the perspective of the person getting off the airplane Welcome to DFW, you know, welcome to, I don't know, the airport in Austin, right? I just think that will be bonkers for you. So those are kind of number one and number two, even though it could end up being like six videos, because you could literally say moving to Dallas, right? North, south, east, and west. And you break down the four communities and then it's, is it quadricated? Would that be it? Like four different? I'm on this like bifurcation, trifurcation, quadfrication. I I don't think that's correct. Someone needs to tell me in the comments. All right, those are the first two videos. Number three on my list would be a drive communities video series. This is something that my dear friend, longtime friend, Christoph Chu, absolutely nailed when he basically said, "Look, I'm going to go drive Beverly Hills Flats. I'm going to go like every." super luxury area community in his town. And he drove around and he just talked about it. If you go to Christoph Chu's YouTube channel, you'll see it. You know, he and I, uh, we, we I know we've texted a couple times this year and we he's been with me in a couple live events like a, uh, you know, virtual events, but he would regularly tell me like, I get like come list me calls, which are I trust you calls from those videos and they have like 3000 views, 4,000 views, 5,000 views, 6,000 views, 10,000 views. And he did them like years ago and they just sit there like these sales and marketing machines when people type in, you know, Beverly Hills flats, right? Or they type in, you know, somewhere in Santa Monica and boom, there's Christoph in his Mercedes. Hi, it's Christoph. Today we're driving through this community and he just takes his phone and like suction cups it to the, you know, whatever the, what is the thing called in front of you? The, when you're driving, no, the glass thing. The windshield. Yes, thank you. Yes. I could talk killer video content, but I have no idea what the thing is in my car called the windshield. Uh, no editing. <clears throat> he suction cups into that. And then he just drives around and talks about, you know, most of the homes in here were built in the 1920s when this community happened, or, you know, blah, 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 blah. And he just is the educator. He's the mayor. He's the one that knows it better than anybody else because he took the time to shoot these videos. So that'd be number three. Um, number four is one of the videos that I think you have to shoot on a weekly basis. And it's called how's the market if how's how's the real estate market in Dallas, Texas? How's the real estate market in the parks? How's the excuse me? No editing. This is just having one of those moments. Like what's in my tea? like Maybe I had to sip something. Man, I remember back in the day when I was like, you got to edit that. You got to edit that. When did we get over editing? It makes me, what, were you assuming that I wasn't a real person, Tristan, like before we? <laughs> yes, okay, back to the video. Hey, it's Tom Ferry. Question. If, by the way, you should go to, uh, I'm gonna give you a little hack. There's a site called TubeBuddy. TubeBuddy, Google it. Tristan, if I screw this up, tell me. TubeBuddy essentially gives you insight into your videos, watch times, a little deeper analytics than, than you, know, you get from your existing YouTube channel. But what I loved the most about it is you can actually go into TubeBuddy and you can say, basically like, tell me the videos that aren't being created in my marketplace, AKA what are the searches that are happening in my marketplace on Google where there is no video content created? Mic drop, you could just leave right now. If you just did that, if you just said, okay, I'm just gonna go in, I live in Hoobie Dooville, anywhere in the world, okay. This is what people are searching for when it comes to housing. These are the things that they want. This is the information they're looking for and there are no videos on that content. You could just stop right there and just start creating content. Well, one of the obvious things in the early days of this was people were searching for how's the real estate market in their town, right? And, and there's you know obviously a ton of content there now. The people that are winning are the ones that are just doing it every single week. I look at like Steve Cohen in New York City, who in the middle of a pandemic starts his show. And you know, there wasn't a lot of good things to talk about when it came to house the market in New York City during the pandemic. But because he kept doing it and interviewing interesting people, right? He continued to blow up. Now I'm watching his videos. I was watching one this morning. Shout out to Steve, uh, Stevie Cohen in, at Douglas Elliman. He's like, hey, this many contracts every week. Here's what's happening. It's a news show. That's all it is. It's a news show. Hey, Tom Ferry, Banana Real Estate, thanks so much for watching. Here's the real estate market in two minutes or less. Right here in Hoobie dooville last week we had this many new listings come on the market, the average sales price was X, we had this many pending sales last week, the average sales price was Y, and we had this many closings, and the average sales price was Z. I did a little deep dive research, I asked 75 agents, the sense of buyer demand today with interest rates beginning to tick up. And the answer was no stop in buyer demand. The problem is you saw from the listing number, we simply have right now a massive shortage in homes for sale. So sellers who choose to sell in 2021 are still going to get the advantage of incredibly low interest rates, massive buyer demand, and a lot of flexibility once they sell their house. So, It's Tom Ferry, Banana Real Estate. This is your real estate marketing update for the city of Hoobie-Dooville. See you next week. You do that every week and you properly index it on your YouTube channel and then you post it on your Facebook page, your Instagram page, your LinkedIn page. You put it everywhere and you do it for a year. You're going to become the mayor. And it's two minutes or less. It's the news. Now, obviously, if you get more advanced and you have someone that can actually, like, you know, put up the infographic that can show houses, can show dollar prices, can show arrows up and down, which, you know, maybe you get to that later. You do that, it's going to be even better. Okay, so that's, I think, number four. Number five, you ready? Think about this. In the U.S., 21 million investment properties of the 138 million homes out there uh, where is the video on buying investment property in your town? Always want to use the name of your town, the city, right? Like buying investment property in blah, right? Whatever that is. But then I would also do another one called buying a duplex. And then I do another one called buying a triplex, buying a fourplex, buying multifamily. I would kill that. Um, look at my guy, Dan Blackwell, uh, Dan Blackwell, longtime client, unbelievable guy, sells, Multi, uh, multi-unit multi apartments for CBREs, the number one guy, I think it's Southern California right now, absolutely killing it. Do you have some, pull up questions for me, because otherwise it's just too hard for me to see it going live here. Um, you should check out Dan Blackwell today. Dan does, in the middle of the pandemic, think about this guys, we're talking about creating all this content. He's out video, uh, videoing like large apartment buildings, describing it, he basically set an intention, like I want to film every large apartment in my marketplace, right? Which you could say, look at duplexes, look at triplexes, look at SFRs that are happening in your marketplace. Like you want to be the educator for investors, whether they're buying direct or they're wholesaling, whatever it may be, you want to be the go-to gal for this. This is another segment where you can absolutely crush it, right? From a video standpoint, Dan, He and I were on a coaching session, you know, it's like April, maybe it was end of March, beginning of April. And there was so much worry during the pandemic about, you know, what's going to happen to rents. Are people going to stop making their payments? And then of course, you know, all the relief bills that came out, right. All of a sudden I'm like, you know, Dan, what you should do is you should just start interviewing large apartment owners like big, you know, institutions, midsize, and then mom and pops Survey them to find out what's the rent roll been like? What's the percentage of collected? Those videos blew up. He, hey, it's Dan Blackwell, CBRE right here in Newport Beach, California. It's the may rent control or rent update. Everybody called it uh, show and he'd say, so I interviewed, uh, seven apartment owners, they own between them 3000 units. I interviewed another nine people that had about, you know, 2000, you know, total. And then I interviewed seven more people that between them owned like 50 units. And I asked them, what is the current percentage of rents you're collecting? And it's 93%. And then he'd talk about it. It was genius. What are you doing with SFRs? What are you doing for investment properties? Is it how to fix and flip in your town, right? Is it how to invest in your town? Is it why you should buy a duplex versus a single family residence? Those are more content you want to create uh, number six on my list. Easy one. If I go to your website and you're telling me to search for homes, if I go to your website and you're like search for homes and there isn't a seven mistakes to ab- uh, avoid in buying your first home in X, city, 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 city. Again, 80% of consumers are making their decision based upon video. It's like 88% of marketers are saying, I'm super happy with the ROI from the video, the time, the energy, the effort, having an outsourced videographer, getting my own videographer, doing it live on Facebook. They're all saying like ROI is fantastic. Super excited. That's a no brainer for you. Number uh, seven or eight on my list is selling in blank, selling in blank avoid this $20,000 mistake. Selling in Dallas, avoid this $200,000 marketing mistake. Selling in Hooby dooville avoid this $15,000 marketing mistake. Now, you could, of course, from that say, well, what, you know, what mistake? Well, you, you know, like, have you gone in the MLS and looked at some photos of some of the properties that are for sale? Like, that's a mistake, right? The lack of video, the lack of exposure, the lack of email marketing, the lack of age and age network, the lack of the lack of the lack of, you could argue, you know, it could be tens of thousands of dollars. Think about, like, think about um, so many people I talked to, Glenda Baker, in Atlanta, Georgia, she's like, darling, because when I launch my listings, we unveil the property at such an extraordinary level that, you know, We're going to sell the property with multiple offers and it's going to sell over asking, which I know sounds normal today, but she's actually able to articulate because of the things that they're doing, they get more. So the opposite of that is people that don't do those things lose 15,000, lose 20,000. That's a great video. You should do it right away. Another one, if you think about the population around the world aging, right? The amount of real estate owned by my dad 75 years old grandparents 85 90 years old as an example I would want a video called downsizing from big home to small home in city downsizing from big home to small home in city no-brainer and and probably best if you are a you know good-looking 27 year old that you sit down with your parents or you sit down with your grandparents or anyone you had recently helped that is of that age and you do a little collaboration back and forth. Like, you know, tell me about what was hard about, you know, Oh my goodness, I just having to pack up, you know, 55 years of memories. I think about my mother-in-law moved in with me, uh, three years ago now, 93 years old and like such a superstar. But you know, the emotion of going through the house, right? Having those kind of open, beautiful, authentic conversations with someone that has gone through the experience with you, that is a killer video. Okay, number nine. I'm going to do a few more and then we got to wrap. Um, I think I did this earlier. Oh, yeah. Selling selling in this state and moving to that state, 16 mistakes to avoid. I think that's a no-brainer. 16 things, five things, eight things to avoid. Okay, couple more. Number 10. <clears throat> this one blew up, right? Huge shout out uh, to Sarah down in Miami, right? Who, right? She comes up with this campaign. So Sarah, you get all the love. We have thousands of agents that have done this now and they all say the same thing. That was the easiest thing I've ever, it was the hardest, easiest, best money-making thing I've ever done. Hardest because you had to sit in front of a camera for, you know, one time a day for 30 days and put out a piece of content. Sarah came up with this concept, her her Coach, of I'm going to answer 30 questions about real estate in 30 days live or, you know, pre-recorded and then posted on Instagram and then put it on Instagram, Facebook and everything else. So So you think about like, what are all the questions you get from consumers and you just make up a list and then you just go through the list hey the number one question i get is blah 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 and here's the answer blah 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 here's the answer talk about it tell a story give an example right share how you helped a client work through this share how you helped them buy a house and this was the question at that moment where they were struggling and you were able to help them overcome it that is powerful so 30 questions in 30 days. And obviously, if you can do the city around Miami, right? Oceanfront and Newport Beach, right? Uh, you know, Naples, Florida, as an example. Toronto or the lakes, right? Or, you know, here in Nova Scotia, here's the 31 questions I've gotten over my 20 years in business is a great idea. And then the last video, in case you're looking for more content, I love uh, I love one of my closest friends on the planet, Kirk Kessel, Melbourne, Florida, he and his partner, Dwayne, we were sitting in a mastermind, which now feels like, Tristan, like a million years ago. We were in Newport with Jay Abraham and Andy C, Debbie Holloway, just like this bonkers mastermind with all these amazing agents. And, and many of them, so this is almost two-ish years ago, they all still rave about it, it was super insane. But here was the thing, what I said to them all was, you all need to write down a number for me. I said, they're all there. I'm like, write down how many years you've been selling houses. So they all write it down. And then I said, and if you're a partnership, combine it. So, so Dwayne and Kirk were like 61 or 62 years that they've been selling homes. And I said, guys, here's what I want for the next 62 weeks. I want 62 lessons in 62 years of selling homes, 15 lessons in 15 years of selling homes, 10 lessons in ten years of selling homes, you do that, my friends, and and again, it's not this video, it's not the thirty questions, it's not the landing at the FBO and hopping off the airplane and saying, "What does five hundred thousand dollars get you in North Dallas?" It is doing all of these videos that create the body of work that over time makes you the mayor, makes you the absolute best, makes everybody in town know who you are. And that's my goal. Like, I want you to be on the consideration set for the largest number of people that are thinking about buying and selling in your town. Like think about like, I go back and look at from 2009 forward. I don't know how many videos I posted on YouTube. 2000, it's gotta be more, right? Yeah, Tristan just said a lot. And, and look, coaches are like flavors. I'm a flavor. Brian Baffini's a flavor. My dad's a flavor. This one's a flavor. That one's a flavor. But you know what? Like, if you could taste that flavor before you buy, and you could taste it in mass at scale, I just think it makes it easier. I remember getting a call, and I won't say who the competitor was, because I'm friends with all my, you know, quote unquote competition. And, uh, and I don't say that doggingly, Like, we're all competitors. But like, I don't really think of them as competitors. Like I just think they're just good people. They're just doing their thing. We're all trying to help the industry. But like one of them called me in like 2012 and basically said, it's not fair what you're doing. You're giving away the stuff that we all charge for 300, 400, 500 thousands of dollars and you're giving it away for free and you're going to ruin our industry. Think about that. I was like, Hey man, totally appreciate your perspective. I'm just on a different journey. I just believe that the more I give, Uh, you know, the more good I do, the more seeds I plant, the more possibilities going to come out of that. Like there's like, when, when did cause and effect stop working? When did doing good stop creating more good back to you or the people that you love and serve? That was my mindset. It totally worked out. I want you to do the same. So let's go through quickly how I come up with content. It's really complicated. TubeBuddy is a no brainer right? Because TubeBuddy will tell you exactly what uh, people are searching for on YouTube or on Google, but they're not finding content there. They're not finding the answers to your questions. That's a no-brainer. Another one is Quora. Quora, to me, when that first came out, I thought, man, this is going to be the most extraordinary thing on the planet. If you don't know Quora, it's like Q-U-O-R-A. It's basically a forum of Q&A. Started out mostly, I think Tristan would like Coders like tech people, but then it's morphed into like when Zillow and Trulia and realtors started letting consumers ask questions on a forum, and then smart agents would go in there and answer those questions. I would just go into Quora and search real estate in your town and see every question. Thank you, by the way. I see the Amanda. I appreciate it. Love you. Right? That's what it's all about. You got it exactly. Thank you. I would go into Quora and other forums, I would even go into, um, What's the neighborhood site I'm now spacing on it? My wife was super obsessed with it. Like, if you want to find out whose cat's been stolen okay. or so who's. Bring, um, next door. Right, next door, next door. The website next door, right? Like, even there, not just to go in there and answer the questions but I'm looking for what's on the mind of customers, right? So if I go to Quora and I discover what's on the mind, then I could shoot content about those questions. If I go on to like next door and I see that people are curious about this, interested in that, wanna know more about this, I'm gonna take that information and I'm gonna create content based upon what's important. But also Google Analytics tells you exactly the search terms that people are looking for. Listen to me, my friends, if you, if, if I wasn't already in your cookies and you went to like a new laptop and you Googled real estate coaching, I'm going to show up number one everywhere. You want to know why? Because I went on Google analytics like seven years ago and said, okay, there's not many people searching for it, but the ones that are searching, like, I don't care if it's 300, 3000 or 3 million. If there's that many people searching, I want to be the first option. Does that make sense? So I created all this content and tagged it real estate coaching, real estate coaching, real estate coaching, real estate coaching. It's a simple playbook, right? Find out what's on the minds of people, whether it's through Google Analytics, TubeBuddy, Quora, Nextdoor, and create content on that. That's how I do it. That like That's my strategy. I'm just asking questions all the time to find out what's on people's minds. What's up, Matt Wagner. Matt is a genius dude. You and I need to talk soon. Please text me and follow up. It's a bonkers week this week. I'm going to Austin, Matt, for the first time. Super excited, right? All my friends from Austin. I'm coming to Austin. Oh, it's going to be fun. That's great. Dude, Steve Conley goes, dude, you're in my cookies. <laughs> No, you're in my cookies, Steve Conley. That's the way it works. For my friends that are watching or listening on the, on the podcast, I'm also live on Facebook right now. We've never done this before. I think we might want to do it again. There's a lot of good content here. A lot of people fired up. So thank you guys and thank you. All right, so I'm going to end with like three videos that if, if I was your coach, I would like mandate. This is what you absolutely have to do on a weekly basis. Number one, you got to do a how's the real estate market in city. And you got to just say, this is it. For the rest of my career, this is what I'm doing. You can talk interest rates, you can talk about the 10-year treasury, you could talk about what's selling, what's not, you could talk about stories of multiple offers, you can talk about how you're writing offers to get your offers accepted because of your agent-agent relationships and that you know, right, that there's a method and a process. I've got some live content done. If you haven't seen it, go to my YouTube channel, a whole thing on like how to get your offers accepted. But that's one. Number two, you've got to do buying and selling tips in your area. How to buy a home in uh, how to sell your home in uh. And if you do it by community, that's even better. If you do it by like you know, how to buy and sell real estate in North Dallas and then literally just go Highland Park, right? University Park, Preston Hollow, Plano, bam 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 like all of that, but you want to break down like look at go to Tom Tool, T O O L E. If you look at his tuesday show it's like tom's tips that's it tom's tips and all he's saying is did you know this part of the contract did you know why you need title insurance did you know what escrow is do you understand what and he's just breaking down all the the components the manufacturing of a real estate transaction it's brilliant right there is a lot of consumers out there that are going to go buy their first home they're going to sell for the first time Dustin old father is watching Dustin. I got so much mad respect and love for you. That guy's a beast. His wife is bananas like his whole life, his brokerage, everything he's doing. I love you, dude, right? Your team, I should say team. Um, but think about it. Like the amount of first time buyers coming to the market or the consumer that hasn't sold a house in 10 years, they haven't sold a house in 10 years, maybe 12 years, maybe 15 years, maybe 20 years. They have so many questions. If you if you could be the source of information, if you could be, they went to Google and there was a video of you with your smiling eyes and and on the thumbnail of the video, it like is answering the question that they googled because you went to Tubebuddy and everything else and you knew the questions people are asking, especially people that haven't sold a house in fifteen years or more, right? And your content's there and you're like, hey, Tom Ferry, Banana Real Estate. I get asked this question mainly from people that haven't sold a house in ten years or more, Tom blah, 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 blah. And then you give the answer. Like that's killer content. So that's number two. And then I would argue number three is you've got to do something inside of your community to show how hyper local you are. So that could be everything from interviewing every school president to the local mayor, to the owners of the best, you know, beer pubs or beer gardens, to all the restaurant owners, to all the small business owners, to the HR department of the company that's moving in thousands of people into your city, like you want to be the one that when they type in your city name, there are hundreds of videos with you interviewing hundreds of people, showing community tours, going through the best parks, best places to walk your dog, what are the best trails to walk, what are the best places to ride your bike, what are the best places to do this, what are the best places for a picnic, everything that a consumer could do in your city, you need a video on. So have I given you enough ideas to create some content? Did I give you enough compelling reasons from the earlier thing from Oberlo as to why we, we have to do it? And I'll, I'll end with this. I know I got a couple of questions, but I'll, I'll just end with this sort of mindset of no one cares what you look like. Uh, don't surprise people when you get there. Right? Like if you have a fourth eye coming out of your left ear, it's better that they know it in advance. This is for all the people like, I just don't like Tristan how I look on camera. What? Do you look in the mirror every day? That's the same exact thing. Like, you gotta get over and I say it and I say this with the most utmost of respect. So I'm not I'm not being rude here, but you gotta get over this narcissistic. I'm not enough. I don't look good enough. Someone's gonna judge me. Who gives a shit, right? Your vibe attracts your tribe. You with me? Your vibe attracts your tribe. People are buying and selling with you because you're a good human being, because you're good at what you do, and if you put that out on video, you will amplify your goodness, and you will find more people that like people like you. Does that make sense? So I'm... I, I I understand it, I get it, I work with enough men and women that are like, I'm just not comfortable on camera, I got a face for radio and all these like other silly things and I say, G- stop, stop, the world has gone all video and for you and I, as many people as I know that totally crush video and make a fortune because of video, it's still not too late. It's still not too late for you to start doing video at scale find a wedding videographer use your iphone outsource it go go to your local colleges and universities and post looking for videographer who wants to build their resume will pay you in weed xbox i'm i'm kidding you know what i mean like we'll even pay you some shekels to do the work and you're going to find like at universities there is a ton i mean tristan when you were going to college in atlanta right you'd have been like oh my god like Weekend work like this is awesome. Videographers that have been displaced because of the lack of weddings during COVID, like wedding auger, weddingographers, <laughs> wedding videographers, like they're out there. The there's an endless amount of solutions when you're resourceful, and when you blame resources, you're screwed. Right, that simple. So, couple of quick questions. Eduardo uh, Galvez asked, Do you recommend posting the same video across different platforms? Yes, I do. Yes, I do. The only one I would be cautious on is TikTok because, you know, you want to make it as native as possible and TikTok isn't about education. It's about entertainment. That's all it is, entertainment. Um, but yes, we take one piece of content and we splice it up and we put it on <clears throat> Instagram, Facebook, LinkedIn, Twitter. We put it everywhere. Uh, Danielle Procopopoio. Sorry, Danielle. My last name's fairy, Don't even go there. How long would you make these videos People's attention spans aren't very long. I disagree. People binge watch shows for 8 to 12 hours when the content is good. And when the content's bad, they don't. So the answer is, you know, probably optimal three minutes if you're thinking about like did you know shows. But when you're doing drive tours, right, or a restaurant tour and you're interviewing the restaurant owner, look, I mean, this is the way I look at it. If you get like, you go on Facebook Live or you shoot a piece of content, you post it on your Facebook page and it gets like 78 views and you're like depressed because it only got 78 views, my response is, can I remind you how long it would take you to call 78 people and talk to 78? How many doors you'd have to knock to have 78 people respond to you? The fact that you can reach 78, 780, 7,800, 7.8 million people on these platforms to me is absolutely bananas. So I never get attached to the numbers, right? Some people like more. Some people like the content less. We used to talk about like, Every now and then you get lucky and you create a unicorn piece of content that everybody just absorbs. But I make basically a fortune on donkeys, right? 3,000, 5,000, 8,000, 10,000, 20,000, 30,000, right? Now remember I have 400,000 followers on YouTube, so it's scale, right? But it's the same thing for you. If you have like 11 followers, don't be freaked out when you got like nine video views and four of them were you, right? But you got five more people that watched. Five people took the time to check you out that's where it starts, Tristan, right? Like that's what, I mean, how many subs do you have now? I hit 12,000 days ago. Right, he hit 12,000 two days ago. How long have you been talking about getting to 10,000? Four years. Four years, four years. And now he's making a fortune doing what he's doing in a side hustle passion with super 73 so you will make even greater money his he's getting like $200 commissions you're getting like $20,000 commissions hello all right Ben Wheeler asked <clears throat> should I focus on one type of video do, uh, doing all of course but one more than should I f- okay should I focus on one type of video doing all of course but one more than the other. Okay, market videos, listening video. Okay, sorry, <clears throat> no editing. <clears throat> and I'm like coughing, like hacking. It's like something in my tea is just killing me here. Hold on, as I drink more of it. That seems weird. <clears throat> I need to have something soothing. So Ben, the answer is I have uh, four or five original pieces of content that I put out every single week. That would be different from you launching a listing. Every time you launch a listing, there should be a video associated to it. I'm asking you to become the mayor of your town, the educator of your town, the one that is providing more value than any other agent in your marketplace, breaking down communities and everything else. So the answer, Ben, is yes. It really is going to come down to more for someone like Ben who really wants to kill it here, carving out one day a week that just becomes content creation, that that's all you do. All day Monday, you're filming, right? Which means you might bring like, two jackets and three different shirts, so it doesn't look the same every single time, even though I kind of don't do that, but I know many of you will. Um, so that's totally fine, but Ben, the answer is yes. Listing videos every time, because that's a launch, but market update every single week, community mayor, that's every single week, answering all your questions, that's every Joe Moore says, not enough bourbon in your tea. <laughs> well, I guess it's like, I don't know, noon somewhere. not here in Dallas. All right. I love that though. And if you're going to drink, drink my bourbon, which is the Duke. All right. Mike asked last question. This is great info for getting buyers. What is the best video for attracting sellers? Selling your home in, just switch every one of those buyer conversations to selling your home in, selling your home in, selling your home in homes for sale in Mike. I do a lot of stuff on listing attraction right now. I'll leave you with this. And then we got to end the show and end the podcast. So Mike, what if I told you that right now the number three or four, depending upon the top agent you talk to, number three or four way that they're attracting listings? So beyond their database, beyond their top of mind awareness, beyond their nurturing of their you know 20,000 email address list because they've been online marketing for a long time, the number three or four is circle dialing. Hey, it's Tom Ferry Banana Real Estate. Wanted to let you know we just sold a house just down the street. Congratulations! Sold for twenty five thousand dollars over asking. So, you know, good news is your home's gone up in value. The bad news is right now, we had 11 people trying to buy that house, so you got one new neighbor and 10 people like crying in their soup. So, I'm calling on behalf of two of my buyers, do you know anybody in the neighbor that's thinking about selling, taking advantage of this? Like, that's it, Mike, and they're killing it with that, right? Killing it. So, after we go hardcore video, future, what we should do, circle dialing is also working. All right, so I got to wrap. I've gone way too long. For all my friends watching on Facebook, I appreciate you. I love you, love you, love you, love you. Maybe share this with some agent friends of yours for my friends watching or listening on the podcast. Thank you so much. Like breaking into the top 100 on iTunes for business has just been like... I it's you. So thank you. 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 you. 1 million times. And if you would make a comment or share or give us feedback or heart it up, star it up, it would mean the world to me. I appreciate you always. See you next week on the podcast.